between joining a startup or a network marketing company. That's all included because you're the business owner. Grab your pen. I'm going to give you 10 reasons why you need to go ahead and start. Hey friends, welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster, and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun, and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. Okay, so 10 reasons why you should start your own company. So my first one, number one, is going to be, well, simply because you like a challenge. But under that would be very quickly, it's because you feel called or you have a passion. You have an answer to a question and you need to get it out there for the world. It's how could you not? You have that feeling inside of you've got the answer and people need to hear what you have to say. Now, things are messy and imperfect in the beginning. Let me just tell you, when you're beginning a company, it is not easy. It's a lot of hard work. Your back office systems don't work. Your websites will crash. Your microphone won't be turned on when you think it is. The planned release that you had, that's going to fail. There's going to be a lot of frustration and you don't have a reputation yet. Your brand's not established, but all of that aside, you are a go-getter and you're not afraid of hard work. You're one who can persevere and you're a person who has a driving desire and you see the potential of this thing and you like the challenge. So you're not afraid to rise up and make it work. And you're also a visionary that kind of knows or hopes or trusts that the reward is worth it, that that effort is worth your reward. All right, number two. Number two, you see a need that's out there in the world and no one is filling it. This is a place where you needed help and you had to go look for all the answers and you wished there was a group. You wished there was an easy place and an easy way to find this. You wish somebody would have taken you by the hand and showed you the path that you needed to walk. But instead, you had to ferret it all out yourself. You had to figure it out. But you're on the other side of your journey now, or you're at least seeing some light at the end of the tunnel and you desperately want to offer that same help to other people. I've referenced it before, but that is the example that I can give you and my daughter, Amber, who has created a fabulous place for moms who have kids who have allergies. It's called F-Pies Roadmap, F-P-I-E-S Roadmap. It's a place where she's sharing her heart, one mom reaching out to help another who might be struggling. So the overarching umbrella there is that she's reaching out to any kids or any moms who have kids with allergies But her niche market, the place where she hones in there is the F-Pies group, those kids whose bodies are basically allergic to food. So you see a need, no one else is feeling it, and you want to help. And that's what Amber did with this website. 
Number three, there are perks to being your own boss. You get some time freedom. You get to set your own hours. You learn new skills. You're stretching yourself. If you're in a multi-level marketing company, of course, there's swags. There's trips that can be earned. There's mentoring help that you can get. And personal growth is just part of it. And of course, since it's your business, you are on the ground floor and you like watching the business grow. That fulfillment of building something from the ground up having a new product or a service that you're offering to people and that you're bringing to the market or that you're bringing into the world as you know it to your circles, that is incredibly fulfilling. Number four, you are actually the one that is developing. You're not only the voice, but you're also the face of this company that you're creating. And understand by company, I mean, whatever the business is that you've decided to go forward with. Okay. So it's goes, this this business idea goes across all of the the genre. So it can be a large company that you're working for doing your own thing because you're an independent contractor. It can be your very own business that you're just going to step into. It can be a hobby or a side passion or a hustle that you have been encouraged and the timing is right in the fullness of time. It's time to step out. It's time to step into your greatness. And I truly believe that that's what doing those interviews helps shine the light on the multitude of ways that people have brought their skills and their talents, their passions to the table, and they're making a difference in the world. Number five goes with number four. You truly want to be the CEO of your own business. You have to step into that. You're not just an employee. You are making the decisions and calling the shots. And I love the story from Jamie Kern Lima in her book, Believe It, How to Go from Underestimated to Unstoppable. And she quotes Cinderella in there, but she was the founder of It Cosmetics. And she did it from her home because she had such terrible rosacea and no, there was just nothing on the market. No one could help her with that need. And she truly feels like everyone needs to feel beautiful. So from that niche, from that little pocket of pain, she created something that's helped millions of women worldwide. Now, when you become the CEO of your own business, though, you're in charge of the ship. You're driving the ship. You're cleaning the ship. You're the chief bottle washer. You do it all. You're the HR person. You're the business engineer. And you're the starter of all the selves. It's not a hobby for you anymore because you want to turn that hobby into a good return on investment. And you can't wait for somebody to show you what to do because nobody's doing it. Or if they are doing it, you don't want to do it in the same way. You aren't them. So you want to create your own your own niche. You want to create your own pocket, your own brand, and you want to forge ahead in that. And you get to decide how far you go, how much money you make, and how you can influence and help others, how much you give away. Number six, you just love self-improvement. Your character development is something that's always there on the front, front burner of your brain. You like developing your character and you like improving. And if you don't enjoy that, then starting your own business may not be for you. But starting your own business, it just proves your mettle. It shows you where your character flaws are. It shows you where your push buttons are, where your laziness is, where you have blind spots. And it also shows you where you need to grow. Any business, and I mean, you know, less than three years old, it, if you're in any business, that's a tough journey because it takes three to five years just to get it up and going and started. It's incredibly hard. But the mistake I see too many people make when they begin their business, if they're trying to transition a hobby into a business or if they join with a, a multi-level company, 
they have the mindset of failure at the beginning. Oh, well, I'll give it a shot. And if it doesn't work, no big deal. At least I got my products at a discount. Well, I don't know if I can make any money at this, but you know, I'll just try it for a couple of months. And if it, if I don't make any money, then I'll just quit. So we have the idea of failure and quitting baked into our business plan before we even start, where we should be committed that there's a time in there. One year, I'm going to give this one year and I'm going to give it my best shot. I'm going to give it two years. If you're having to work an outside job and do this on the side, it may take a little longer. Your time frame may need to be stretched out. But I can promise you that stepping into and starting this new venture that God has laid on your heart will grow your character. It will grow your resolve. It will grow your your reserves of grit and reaching down deep to persevere. It will also some days feel like it's going to break you. It will some days put you in a panic. It will in some days light every fuse you thought that was unlit and the wood was wet. It will light it up into a whoosh right at the, you know, without a whole lot of provocation. And if you are in the mindset of developing your own business, of starting strong, of getting things going, I really want to encourage you to come join us in not only our Facebook group, Productivity in Proverbs 31 community over there on Facebook, but also to look at taking our Productivity in Proverbs 31 Bible study. It is made for and created for folks just like you. Moms who want to have more structure and productivity in their day, who want to model the Proverbs 31 woman, and business women who want to be savvy, who want to be sharp, who want to be entrepreneurs that have this great character and this great tenacity. And that's what the Proverbs 31 woman template shows us. And that joy in creating that and writing that, just having the Lord give me those words to encourage folks who wanted to join in the journey of entrepreneurship. Y'all, it's good. I promise. I and I get something from it every time I revisit it. So I hope that you will look at our two studies that we've got. The five-day Bible study to get you started, how to apply God's word, how to get started in God's word, and then the productivity and Proverbs 31 Bible study, which is kind of the reason for the podcast. Number seven, you want to be a difference maker. You know you have a solution. You know you have this great idea. You have the passion and you want to help people. You want to be a difference maker. Anybody can be status quo. As Mike's Aunt Connie Kay says, it takes very little effort for cream to rise to the top. So do your best, do the extra, go the extra mile. And it's really, there are no traffic jams when you're going the extra mile. That's usually a lonely road. When you have a thirst and a drive and a desire to be the best version of yourself, when you want to make the world a better place with your unique service or your product, when you offer a solution that nobody else is offering, that is a difference maker. You're also a molder of character because as you share this with people as you and give unselfishly, as you teach people the skills, as you model the work ethic necessary to become successful, you are becoming such a better version of yourself. And then number eight kind of goes with number seven. You're a role model. As you invite people to help you from your husband to your babysitter to those teenage kids that you're going to have intern for you. All of those people, you are demonstrating and modeling humility, strength of character, a good work ethic, and you're showing what it takes to work a business or a side hustle because it's it's trial and error, it's frustration, it's late nights, it's the end of the month trying to see are we going to be in the red or in the black or being in the red and working toward being in the black, not getting a lot of pats on the back initially and having a lot of naysayers who are like, why are you even doing this? Why bother? Why put yourself through this? But it's also accepting the accolades for a job well done 
when you have achieved your success or when you've met your goal. And just as an extra bonus, if you have young ones in your house, that's from little littles to college age students who are watching this work that you're putting in, then that is a bonus because you're modeling for them what hard work and success looks like. Number nine, It may be that you are an entrepreneur at heart. This business idea that you have, this company that you want to join, it correlates and parallels with a lot of your personal values and beliefs, and you enjoy creating something from nothing. Having an idea and you want to run with it, bringing others along in the journey and helping them succeed, it's just in your DNA. And if you're an entrepreneur at heart, I am just cheering you from the sidelines and can't wait to hear in the comments or over in our Facebook community what you're doing and how you're doing it. Number 10, my 10th reason for why you should jump in there is the last but not least, you're a maverick because you can be a maverick and not be an entrepreneur. A maverick is an unorthodox or an independent minded person. It's somebody who takes the bull by the horns and rides the ride. Maybe you don't see yourself as a loud, tenacious difference maker or an entrepreneur that maybe you're full of all the fear and you don't give up easily. You have firm beliefs. You've carefully evaluated all of the different aspects, but you're going to trust your instincts before you jump in. But when you do jump in, you are committed. Mavericks are visionaries because they can look past the immediate paycheck or the pressing problem of today to envision what can be. As a maverick, you inspire confidence from others and in others, and you work to develop good relationships. So there you have it, my 10 short reasons why you should go ahead and start before you're ready. Run with the idea. And you know, that is the reason that you're listening to this podcast. I had no clue. I just had this desire. I had this calling. I had all the fear, the less thans. I had all of the technology to learn. But the Lord in his timing gave me the team I needed. These podcasts would not be possible without Hannah, my wonderful daughter-in-law in the background, who's running all the interference for me. For my daughter, Amber, who created the website, I call them my IT team. Without the shoring up and the encouragement of them, this podcast would not even be happening. The very fact that you're listening to Productivity in Proverbs 31 is just a testimony to jump before you're ready, run, and then go for it and see how the Lord will bless your obedience. You just wish you were brave enough to start. That's the best reason of all to just jump in. And to quote my infamous Miss Frizzle from the Magic School Bus series, jump in, get your feet wet, be messy, but most of all, have fun. And that's my desire and my wish for you is that you would rise into your calling, that you would walk boldly, and that you would have fun along the process. And if you go be a blessing to others while you do that, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Until next time, this is Kathy. Hey guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care. Take care.